You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, shop time. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Oh, the candy hangover is real. We had to restart the podcast. Somebody's mic wasn't on. It's a very slow Tuesday morning, Chris Scheim. How are you? I'm doing all right, Mutt. I'm alive. I'm here. Uh, Monday Night Football wasn't great, but, you know, we're, uh, we're, you know, it do be like that sometimes. Oh, it certainly wasn't great. 32-13, your final. <laughs> what the flip is going on in the AFC? I don't I know. They... I, thought, I thought the Bengals, Bengals were good. I thought <laughs> the Bengals were back. were back. I thought they were back. And then they got absolutely mauled by that Cleveland defense. We had one, what is it, two missed field goals. One was blocked. One was missed outright in the first half. Joe Burrow can't complete passes all of a sudden. Like, T. Higgins only had 49 yards receiving. Joe Mixon only rushed the ball for 27 yards. What the hell? Was that? And the game was such a blowout in the second half that after having two or three carries in the first half, Kareem Hunt went well over his nine-and-a-half carry total, which I so thought was dumb. a lock. And that, So I, I, I took an L big time on that. I think we had a, a same-game parlay of, was it was it Bengals money line under in the Hunt thing? So we go 0 for 3? No, no, no. I, Bengals, Bengals money line over in oh. the Hunt. So okay. we only, we, you know, we got one of the three. <laughs> The, oh, what we get? What we get paid for that chime? What, what the uh, that would be zero. <laughs> the only reason I even I, I, like d- it was able to oh. minimize damage, and by minimize damage, I mean barely at all, was because I also put in for a Tyler Boyd anytime touchdown, which I got just it, just garbage. Which at that point I didn't even care. You and can't just, crow about picks you didn't give out. No, I, you're right. No, 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 no I'm not. Count. I'm not crowing about it. I'm saying. I'm saying like they don't even matter. We lost. Everything yesterday. That Bengals team, I don't know what the hell is going on. They suck in prime time. I think they've lost five straight now to the Cleveland Browns. I don't get it. We watched Bailey Zappi march up and down on this Browns defense, and Joe Burrow couldn't do diddly bupkis. I don't understand. Yeah, they walked down that first drive. Burrow had somebody wide open, deflected, picked, and I thought, okay, this might not be the game for us. And it was. It's a Nick Chubb game. It's a a Jacoby Brissett game in prime time? Really? I don't. I don't get that. 17 completions for 278 yards. Like, I, I had 133 passer rating. You got crapped on by Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> I think the kids would say, sheesh. sheesh. I think they say that. They I do. think they say that. They so do. we turn the page. We are on to are we week nine now. Are we yeah. ha- at the halfway point. Oh, uh, good guts. That is kind of depressing. Not only is it a little rainy. Today, it's still where I am right now. I got the sugar hangover from way too much candy. My kids did the thing where they did the double uh, trick-or-treat, so they came home with, like, way too much candy. They're making a pile for Dad. And so I just – I had too much time, I'll be honest. And now it's week not – we're halfway home? Oh, that's depressing. Yeah. That is – that's sad. Yeah. I, I, need a, I need a hockey winner to get me out of my – I got hangovers. you. Don't worry about okay, that. That's we'll easy. get to that in a second. Uh, as far as the Patriots go, uh, you and I both said yesterday – uh, gun to our head, early Monday look ahead, Patriots-Colts. Uh, the six or six and a half, depending on where you look, was too good. And that's already come down half a point. 55% of the bets and 72% of the money have come in. 
on Indianapolis. So the bets and the money showing on the Colts. That means they got to move the line. We are now Patriots minus five and a half here on Tuesday. I'm looking at about uh, 3,400 bets being tabulated there, uh, courtesy of the great friends at the Action Network. Um, not one of the most bet games of the week. There are a lot of the games being bet a lot more. But not surprised. That felt like too many points. The Patriots aren't that good. Uh, I, I line early line move and money makes sense uh, for the Colts so far. Yeah, I, I would say definitely. I wouldn't be shocked if this number even gets to five, maybe even four and a half. Um, that's around that Vegas zone, as Bill Simmons likes to call it, should yeah. be exactly where this game is. Uh, so yeah, no updated information on that. Uh, Patriots are going to be off today uh, and enjoy their Tuesday off. Thing back to work tomorrow, and obviously Sunday one o'clock game. Should have plenty of time to get the injuries and everything else set in place for Sunday afternoon. Bruins and Celtics off last night. Celtics off until Wednesday. Bruins got an ESPN primetime game tonight. I believe Sean McDonough's on the call. ESPN, ESPN Plus. It's the Bruins and Penguins. The Bruins are a wagon. We turn our attention now to the Prince of Pucks, Chris Scheim, the hottest uh, hockey handicapper I know, besides Matt Bernier, who went 2-0 on his picks he talked about on Friday on Mud at Night. The only two guys I know that actually make money and have a brain cell when it comes to betting hockey are Scheim and Bernier. So I'm going to get out of the way, Chris Scheim. Primetime game, 8 o'clock. Your thoughts tonight. How do we make money? Bruins and Penguins. Yeah, we're betting on the Bruins. First things first, we're definitely going to bet Shock. on the Bruins Breaking here. news. Chris Scheim bets the Bruins. Yeah, well, the Shock. Bruins are 8-1 and one for a reason. Linus Olmark uh, is likely to start in net tonight as well. Probably against Tristan Jari, but we're not 100% sure. The Penguins have a back-to-back. This is the first of their back-to-back. So uh, I expect the Bruins to kind of try and beat down on them, and then they'll try and bounce back in Game 2. Um, so I am, and you're going to get the Bruins here at excellent, excellent value. Uh, right now, Bruins money line minus 105. You're basically getting the Bruins at even money, which I think is an absolute steal. I am even going to put a sprinkle on Bruins minus one and a half tonight at plus 225. That's where I think the Bruins are at right now. I think Linus Olmark is the hottest goalie in hockey. Uh, it, it, it threw nine games in the season, but regardless, I mean the guy already has a shutout. He he's he's been tremendous so far this season. Uh, he, you know he hasn't played in a couple days, gives him a couple days rest. I think he's going to be locked in, ready to go. And then this Bruins offense has been electric. They've been so good. I understand there's no David Krejci tonight. That's probably why the line is where it is. I don't really think it matters. I just think this offense, David Pasternak, is on another level right now. Um, so I am I am my 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 lock in bet here is the Bruins money line at minus one hundred five, and then for the people I will I personally will also be sprinkling on Bruins minus one and a half at plus two twenty five. A couple follow up questions. Someone's listening. They're probably the same questions that I'm about to ask. Uh, if it's not Allmark and somehow with Swayman, would that change your bet at all? Uh, yes, I wouldn't bet the alt line if it if it is uh, Swayman and not Allmark. I still would bet. Uh, the Bruins money line, but it should be all marked tonight. Uh, I thought it was cool what you did last week when you updated your pick based on um, what the goalie switch there on the BetQL Boston uh, uh, Twitter account. Yeah, I'm gonna try and do. I'm gonna try to do that regularly, especially when it comes to hockey, because hockey, it, it, you know, guys can be in and out last minute and stuff like that. It's much different than football. We generally have all of our football information uh, by the time we're making our picks normally because you have a week leading up to it. But with the Bruins, there's some things that happen pretty quickly. So if there's ever a change, and if my bet ever changes, I will, I will generally try to vocalize that on the social medias for everyone. Secondarily, any prop bets for Bruins and Pens? Nope, no prop bets tonight. I just want to hit on, uh, hit on the Bruins winning. I mean, at this point, 
I don't. If if anyone's interested oh. in betting oh. a goal scorer, oh wow, uh, you just, I think I just talked him into doing this. this no, is nice. I, okay, I'm just ahead. saying if you're interested in betting on a goal scorer, I just I would bet on David Pasternak. Like I said, this guy is playing on another level. He has been awesome, awesome, awesome through the start of the season, um, and right now, and you're getting him at plus money. Last couple times he's been in games, he's been minus money. He's been like minus 110, minus 115, even as high as minus 130 in one game to score a goal. Tonight he's plus 115. I just think that's really good value. So if you're looking to play a nice goal scorer prop tonight, David Pasternak would be my guy. Uh, anything else for the Bruins tonight people need to know about for this game? Uh, no. Uh, the Bruins will get the Penguins tonight, which I think they beat up on. And then then they get the Rangers on Thursday night. That'll be a tougher game. Uh, we'll have to dive a little bit more uh, into the into the numbers on that. But oh. the Bruins are like – the Bruins oh, are top four right now in goals above expectation. They're uh, – I want to say they're in the top ten in goals saved, at least when Olmark's on the ice, with, with in goals saved above expectation as well. Uh, this Bruins team is playing awesome, awesome hockey. They are the best in the NHL right now. You want to ride this – Hot hand as long as you can uh, before they cool off. Uh, people that are new to the podcast should know that when the Bruins play the Rangers, all hell breaks loose in the Shime household. <laughs> he, a Bruins fan, girlfriend, diehard Rangers fan, can't even sit next to her on the couch to watch the games. Nope. That's how that's how tense it gets in the Shime household when these two teams square up. It's true. It, that is very true. You know, I'll have to go up and just you know get in bed and watch the game there, and then she'll watch it down in the uh, in the living room, and we'll you know. We'll, we'll be our separate ways for the evening. and Which is good. She's a degenerate uh, hockey better now. She's going to bet on the Rangers. She'll bet on the Bruins. And somebody's going to win. Someone's going to lose. Her favorite oh, thing so. to do now is every time uh, we go up to New Hampshire to play some bets, yeah. she, pay, she gets a shots on goal parlay. She picks three players across the NHL playing that night. And uh, she'll find she'll find ones that she feels uh, are going to shoot a lot of shots, and she'll oh. parlay them all together. Similar to your goal scorer parlays or anything like that, but uh, a little less... A uh, little, little less stressful uh, sometimes. Uh, sometimes just as stressful. So uh, it's a lot of fun. The family, the the relationship, that bets together stays together. Sure. Right. That's what that, I'm saying. That's not a recipe for disaster at all. No, no, no. Not no, even a little right. bit. It's all going to work out. Uh, what's going to work out here in Massachusetts is legalized sports betting. A very brief update on uh, our fine friends at DraftKings, who they petitioned last week, last Wednesday or Thursday. They were hoping the Mass Gaming Commission would uh, change their timeline for launching sports betting. They, they they don't like the way it's set up. It's set up to to launch in January in and around NFL playoffs slash Super Bowl for in-person betting, Shime, MGM Springfield, uh, Encore Boston Harbor, the Barstool Casino uh, out in Plain Ridge. That can launch in like January, February around the Super Bowl, but mobile's not going to launch till March. DraftKings made a petition that they wanted everything to launch together in March. The Gaming Commission said thanks, but no thanks. So the timeline stays committed, at least for now, Late January launch for in-person, March debut tentative for online bets. That's where we stand as of today, November 1st. So you're looking at maybe two and a half months until you can bet, uh, make a legal sports bet, let's say Encore or MGM or, or Barstool, and then January, still five and, five and change before you can bet on your mobile. The fact games. that our state yeah. cannot have mobile betting ready for the Super Bowl yep. is pathetic. It's good for New Hampshire, good for the in Connecticut, yep. by the way, good for those states. Because you want to know what, Massachusetts, you're going to lose out on millions and millions of dollars because I will be taking my sweet ass up to New Hampshire to betting on the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. Sean bets millions. He bets millions. Yeah, I, you're damn right I do. I, I, we, my, we, guide the public, we guide the public so much. That Seahawks line that was plus two and a half is already down to plus one. So 
like you know, we we have we have a lot of say in the betting community at this point. I'd like to say, I'd like to think it's not oh, that, that it's Seahawks not that the, was terrible. It's not the, that the smart betters were on it just like us, but I would I would say if you're it's still available at plus one, I would take it now. Because it is by at the DK. time by the time the thing kicks off on on Sunday, the Seahawks have to be favored in that yeah, game, right? I agree with you, a hundred percent. Why were they not? What a weird, a dumb, dumb decision. One of the I, weirder uh, lines I've seen. But what, and uh, you know, yeah, it, we are we are definitely moving the the money here, Shime. Eighty-two percent of the bets and ninety-four percent of the money's on. <laughs> I uh, by almost nine thousand bets already. This is uh, people are betting this game off the board. It was such a bad line posted by Vegas. It's the most bet <laughs> game for a bets standpoint uh, in the NFL already in Week Nine because it's such a bad line. Oh, that's good. That is good. Glad we, ta- we mentioned that yesterday. We talked Glad about we it on the podcast yesterday. yesterday. Uh, yesterday, when I went up to the great state of New Hampshire to place my Monday Night Football bets, yep. I also placed a bet on the Eagles to win the second quarter and on the Seahawks plus two. So, what I'm was that? Good. Was it was it minus three for the Eagles? No, Just it did. ended up being minus four for the second quarter. So clearly Vegas is catching on to the numbers as well. Uh, they didn't just make it minus three across the board for each quarter. Uh, it is, in fact, minus four. It's still minus four. Still love Philly. Give me what Philly. I don't know, because I don't bet quarter bets a lot, what I don't know is, is the minus three a standard thing for the better team uh, and uh, that already so, moved to four, or do they launch that at four knowing people are betting that? That's no, no, no. So it, it got launched to four because okay. when we talked about it on the podcast, the bet wasn't even available yet. Gotcha. And so then by the time that afternoon I got to – New Hampshire, the bet had become available, and it started at minus four. Normally, though, the quarter bets are the quarter bets are based off of the total spread in the game because they'll generally add up to right around where the total spread oh, is. Oh, there you go. That so makes sense. Spread around 12, 12 and a half. It'll just be three each quarter, like it was against Pittsburgh. This week, it's thirteen and a half for Philly over the Texans. You have to account for that extra point somewhere. So they stuck it in the second quarter, knowing full well that the Eagles always dominate second quarters in football games. Really well said. All right, so we that, that's all we have for this Tuesday. Uh, we'll have some Celtics action and some World Series action tomorrow in addition to latest on your Patriots. If uh, you miss Shime yelling about Mac Jones today, check it out <laughs> on the uh, Greg Hill Show podcast. Uh, if you want to help us out with this podcast, very simple. Subscribe, rate, and review. Hashtag subscribe, rate, review. Uh, BetQL Boston, uh, Odyssey app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Download the BetQL app. I'll be chatting during Breeders' Cup on Saturday. Hell yeah. Uh, I, I, again, I, I, I'm talking to the powers that be. Uh, things went well, so I suspect that you and I will be chatting more in Boston games as the season goes on, depending on uh, some primetime games uh, for the Celtics and Bruins going forward, Shime. Uh, Love that. That's really, that's really it. I'm going to try to go for a quick walk to try to burn off a small percentage of the calories from the 19 Reese's Cups <laughs> I ate last night. And try to move on my day, buddy. Excellent job by you. We'll talk tomorrow. Thanks, kid. Sounds good, bud. See you tomorrow.